pro football jokes. Make it uncomfortable. Welcome to the Pro Football Jokes Podcast. Hey, the, the intro worked. It worked. <laughs> I didn't even have to do anything. It just it just worked regularly. I guess it's excited for the Super Bowl, as are we here on the podcast. Uh, I am with Pep the Chep and Reed the Unpaid Intern. Uh, we are here in our, the last week of the season. Uh, kind of sad. But also excited to watch uh, what should be a good Super Bowl. Um, Reed, you the first time you're going to watch your team play in the Super uh, Bowl. I hope yeah. to one day do the same. <laughs> but uh, for now, uh, we're totally happy for you. Yeah, good job. Thank you, and I appreciate the the monetary investment that you've put towards the team. So you are rooting for them. I appreciate it. Yep. Uh, and uh, that's I'm honestly surprised it's such a large spread like the, the Rams are favored by more in the Super Bowl than they were against the Niners in the NFC championship game seems seems odd to me I guess that could just be history since they like never beat the 49ers that's fair but I don't know uh, it seems just seems strange I feel like these are two pretty even teams Um and uh, like I said, I like the Bengals because they got the better kicker. Um, so that's 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 my rationale that's here. Spoiler alerts! Well, I already said that. That was my overreaction at the end of the last pod. So yeah. Um, Pep, what do you? How do you feel about the game? You know what? I uh, you guys took the words right out of my mouth. I'm just happy <laughs> for Reeb here, and. Uh, you know, just sitting back, letting the Super Bowl week happen. Yeah, I I agree. And, you know, we'll get into some some deeper dive on the Super Bowl. But um, first, you know, there was a there was a big game this past Sunday. I mean, we had the uh, Pro Bowl, all the league's best players on one field. Crazy stuff. And just a very competitive, very physical game. Yeah, it really um, was a physical game before, beforehand. Uh, I think there was an event called the Curb Stomp Bowl that <laughs> Alvin Kamara participated in. Yeah, he won that uh, pretty convincingly, I think. Um, I, but it was nice of uh, the authorities to be like, hey, it's okay. I know you got an important game tomorrow. Play that, then we'll take you off uh, to, uh, to gym. We know you have that hand. That important check down to catch from Kirk Cousins. So you do that, and then we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, then get two hand touched, and not honestly, they they weren't even two hand. T- it was just like once you got was, near a yeah. player, they would just blow the blow the whistle. Nobody was giving any effort to tackle. Do you do they get <laughs> game checks for the Pro Bowl? Like if he had gotten arrested before the Pro Bowl, would he have not gotten paid? Uh, probably not. Uh, I mean, you get like a both both sides get bonuses. Um, uh, the winning team gets like, I think, twice as much as the losing team. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know if he if he gets it if he doesn't play. I would assume not. But I just like what is that conversation of? Hey, this warrant is out for your arrest. You beat someone to like near death, <laughs> but you know you got a football game, to, a meaningless football game to play. <laughs> um, I mean, he's just taking that that motto. Shut up and play pretty seriously. <laughs> like, 
Imagine the drama, though, if he had gotten arrested beforehand. Imagine all the material Steve Levy and that ESPN crew could have come up with. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they would have. I, I really wanted Steve Levy's analysis on this one. <laughs> Fracture the least... man's orbital. <laughs> <laughs> the justice system failed us. <laughs> well... <laughs> Do we think but, he misses any any games? I, I hope not. It's on my dynasty team. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sure there will be like a at least legally there will be some sort of plea bargain involved. But I was looking at the penalties for uh, this this felony that is like like substantial. Yeah, it's like five <laughs> yeah. years, <laughs> one to five years. But I'm sure there will be yeah. they can work something out with suspended Clearly. jail time and yeah. You know, Whatever. He's yeah. going to go on the exempt list before Deshaun Watson is. And it's like, it, it's not that big a deal because they have Mark Ingram fresh legs, right? <laughs> true, true. Uh, yeah, who needs Alvin Kamara? Um, especially with all the talent they have on that team right now. The talent they totally won't have to cut because of their <laughs> salary cap crisis, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but my, my favorite play of the Pro Bowl is the one I, I sent to you guys of Frank Clark just coming off the edge <laughs> and then just literally just stopping. He, he just like got to the corner and just like was just sitting there while Kyler Murray was in the pocket for like another three seconds. I think my favorite was the Kyler Murray pick six, and there was so little <laughs> effort being put in by the wide receivers that I think it may have made Kyler Murray just quit football. <laughs> it certainly made him give up on the Cardinals <laughs> social <Yeah>. media wise. <laughs> uh, Off-season storylines are the best. Yeah, I, lo- I love those storylines. Oh, this guy deleted all the team references on Instagram or Twitter, or wherever. All social. Media. <laughs> Which is, but it's funny because like twenty percent of the time, it is them like throwing a hissy <laughs> fit, and, like being pissed at the team, and then the other time it's it's just like the off season. Oh, I want to like lock down the social media, just focus on training. Yeah. So who knows? Yeah. And honestly, who cares at all? Uh, I don't think, I don't think like that's that ever like resulted in somebody getting traded. Like uh, sometimes it's like been part of it, I guess, but like, no, well, his dad needs to come out and start (laughs) posting videos of like, I don't know what receivers dropping passes or something. (laughs) Yeah, he'll just post videos of Antoine Wesley and Christian Kirk <laughs> dropping passes. The problem is, though, Kyler Murray even deleted pictures of his family. So does he hate his family, too? Like, It's a big deal. It's a big off-season storyline. He's leaving his family. Hey, he's just trying to be more like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> trying to take that next step. He wants to be in Green Bay with LaFleur. Yeah, well, uh, that's... Uh, I mean, I feel like that'd be that'd be nice for him, um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll see if you know Aaron Rodgers can move, Kyler Murray can move. Uh, I, I doubt Kyler Murray moves, but you know, we'll see. It'll be an interesting off season. But uh, let's stick to what's going on this season, um, except for the coach changes that we're about to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, it's happening now. I mean, yeah, it's, it's this season, kind of, I, I guess. Um, Anyway, there are a few more that happened since our last podcast. Um, I think the biggest one, probably Mike McDaniel's hire uh, for the Dolphins. 
Um, he was one of the hottest names on the market, you know, part of that. That Sean McBay, uh, Kyle Shanahan, uh, Matt LaFleur kind of group there. And, uh, you know, what do you, what do you guys think of this one? Well, he started picking up uh, steam with all the fans when his press conferences started going viral. So I'm sure we'll get some interesting sound bites uh, from that respect. But I think uh, the person who really wins from this hire is Tua. Seems like Mike McDaniel's really committed to developing Tua and helping him grow. So I'm kind of excited to see the Dolphins offense and what Mike McDaniel does to it. Yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, I, I think it's, you certainly want to, you know, want a piece of this, uh, this coaching tree here. Uh, and he's kind of the next hot name and hopefully it works out. Sometimes, sometimes it doesn't, but is uh, I think it's a it's about as good as hire as the Dolphins could have done. Certainly the most fun hire out of the three that we're going to talk about. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, the rest of them not quite as exciting, but um, uh, you know uh, this one. I why did I don't know why Mike McDaniel wants to go to the Dolphins though. It's, it seems like kind of a what's wrong with the Dolphins? Money, yeah. Alex. I mean, we were talking about it as like kind of a bad landing spot because like they just fired their coach for going after going nine and seven or uh, what, nine and eight, ten and seven. What yeah, that was too good. Clearly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, True. then you found out coaches are getting paid to lose games, so like it's not a That's bad a gig. Point. Yeah, but there there was a lot so. of tension there. There's a lot of tension yeah. between Flores and and Ross. So yeah, this clearly- is a, a new step. Yeah, I mean, but that's kind of my, my point is that, like, you know, I, I don't know that I'd want to be, be associated with this ownership group, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I guess uh, I guess Mike McDaniel can take the money for losing and then get a good draft pick and then try to win the next year. I don't know. Well, I got to cut you off there because it just sparked a thought. Like, what ownership group in the NFL would you want to be associated with? at this point <laughs> very good point yeah that's fair um i mean there are other ownership groups that are at least like good at you know making decisions and like running their teams um, mark davis doesn't seem like a terrible person yeah yeah but even like being a terrible person aside i'm just saying like, <laughs> this, this group is just like a mess in addition to that so <laughs> um Anyway, let's move on to the other coaching hires. The very exciting, um, the uh, the Jaguars um, hire Super Bowl winning coach Doug Peterson. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? <laughs> I really like the hire. I mean, we talked about it in the last couple of podcasts where I was surprised that he hadn't got more interest. And even though this kind of seemed like... Um, Byron Leftwich is to lose. It seemed like in the the last couple of days there, it kind of lost all of its steam because of his tension with their GM. Was it Balky or something? Yeah, Trent yeah. Balky. So it's interesting that they their backup plan is Doug Peterson, who had issues with the front office at the Eagles, to now go to an organization with a GM that not a lot of people like and. You know, thousands of fans wore clown makeup 
to try and petition <laughs> to get this guy fired. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's pretty weird considering it's pretty clear that Doug Peterson was their second choice. Um, Byron Leftwich just didn't want to be hired. <laughs> Trent Balky is the GM, so I don't know. Uh, weird situation, but I guess like it doesn't really matter that much if you're you're a coach. Um, I don't think you really feel that way. Like you're, like Frank Reich was the Colts' second choice, and uh, that's worked out pretty well. But who was their okay. first choice? Josh McDaniel. Oh, that oh that was that time. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, but yeah, but it'll be interesting. Uh, Frank Reich and Doug Peterson coaching against each other twice a year every year. Yeah, it feels like a it feels like a safe hire, safe move for the Jaguars. I don't think it propels them a million light years forward, but it's anything was a step up from Urban Meyer. Let's be real. And I think Shad Khan <laughs> was just true. like, you know what? The last time we hired a guy named Doug, it worked for like a little bit. So let's just get a little bit of success. <laughs> That's big disaster. So. <laughs> Uh, it's funny because like people were talking about how like uh shot Khan at the the press conference when he hired urban meyer he was like this time i got it right <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> cue the curb your enthusiasm music uh, <laughs> yeah uh so yeah uh, hopefully this works out better can't really go worse uh, so i'm happy for yeah. trevor lawrence he's got at least like a stable coach probably not going to kick anybody probably not going to rant at the other assistant coaches he's got i think they got zach taylor's brother as the offensive coordinator Uh, press taylor press taylor yep it's a cool name yeah what what a name press (laughs) i think he got it let me make sure i'm not bullshitting yeah offensive coordinator for the jags nice good job so Great, I just want to see for the Taylor brothers. I want to see something out of Trevor Lawrence. I've never, maybe it was you, Pearson, who mentioned it, but it's like I've never seen a season of a number one overall pick just as a quarterback not get really any attention. There was like no hype behind him, and their season was just kind of forgotten. It was so underwhelming because like, he was throwing one touchdown pass every five weeks. It got that bad. <laughs> it, it actually got that bad. And I mean, you know, some of it's on him, but some of it really wasn't. So the roster is just, you know, it's, it's pretty flat. But, yeah. I mean, that's good news for Doug Peterson and, and co. They have a lot to work with here, and they'll be getting Travis Etienne back. Really excited for him for dynasty reasons. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure – Having Doug Peterson will be a uh, a nice little chip to have in the free agency negotiation process, process too, to bring players by and whatnot. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence, he'll he'll get a little more press this year. Yeah, and uh, you know, hopefully, uh, Doug Peterson stays out of the press, like uh, <laughs> unlike the last coach. Um, <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's move on to uh, the Houston Texans in the same division. They hire Lovey Smith. Josh McCown did not quite win the job. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, they go with uh, Lovey Smith, two time NFL head coach, uh, made a Super Bowl appearance um, with, uh, with Rex Grossman. Now he's back after 
what, like 10 years? I don't know. It's been a while since he's been head, head coach. He was Bucks head coach, right? Yeah, he was, he was Bucks head coach after Illinois for a long time. Yeah. It's like, well, I, I mean, you know, NFL head coach. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because he was bad at Illinois. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got fired at Illinois. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> now, uh, I guess he's the Texans head coach. I mean, is I this know. their long term? answer or are they doing it, like another stop yeah it clearly seems like i mean i don't even know what the plan was it was the plan to just get josh mccown and hope for the best because if so why didn't you just hire him like or at this point if you're hiring lovey smith why don't you just keep david coley it, yeah i i don't know I, I i've heard some like conspiracy theories that like they wanted to hire josh mccown but then like after the brian flores lawsuit they were like we don't want to be racist so we just <laughs> hire a blackhead coach <laughs> uh, so i don't know um if there, i, I well, why didn't they hire that. brian flores at that point well he's suing the nfl now it's kind of hard to do that but i i don't know this is it, it's a very weird i somehow i just think the texans might not have any idea what they're doing no, they need to just get rid of Deshaun Watson somehow. I don't seventh round pick, cash <laughs> considerations, whatever you got to do. I think that's only the NBA. Just like get rid of him and get the first overall pick for the next like three years. I don't know. Well, they're well on their way to get the first overall pick. So somehow the Jags were worse. What do they have the second pick or the third? Uh, they definitely don't have the second pick. Uh, I think they have. I think it's the third, right? Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Fourth. I thought it was the fourth pick. Because it's Jags, Lions. I think the Jets are next. Are the Jets are three? Uh, hold on. Well, I mean, while you guys are Texans, looking that you're, up, you're right. Texans are our third. Okay. Okay. You're right. The the Jets and the Texans the same record, but. Well, I just all I can really say about the Levy Smith hire is, yeah, I feel bad for Josh McCown. I mean, I like the Levy Smith hire, and his beard is just something fierce <laughs> coming in this thing with that True. that majestic beard. Yeah, so I mean, that's like, my he was take. A good coach for the Bears, like a long time ago. So I don't know. <laughs> I guess that's something. That was a long time ago, though, Alex. <laughs> He's a patient guy. He's had quarterbacks like Sexy Rexy and then like Josh Freeman. And, you yeah. know, the Texans' yeah. job is going to require some patience as long as the Texans are patient and don't fire him after a year. Davis Mills feels like he could fit into that. Yeah, that I, I suppose so. Um, all right. Anyway, for, and speaking of teams that could get the number one overall pick, the New Orleans Saints hired Dennis Allen as their head coach uh, for 2022 to replace Sean Payton. I'm sure this will work out for them, right, guys? Uh, I don't know really anything about the Saints for next year. I don't know who their quarterback is going to be. I don't know what of their 10 overpaid stars is going to still be there. Like, I don't know if their running back is going to be in jail. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, dude, we're, we're going back like 20 years to the Aaron Brooks Saints where they're just like 
six and 11. <laughs> I, I just like, can't stop thinking about how bad this division is going to be. Like the, the saints, the bucks, uh, Panthers, Panthers, the Falcons are, are it's their division. To I, was, take. I think it's the Falcons. It really is to lose. They're the only one with a quarterback. They're going to go like six and eleven and win the division. Their only wins are going to be against the other teams in the division. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to do it with Russell Gage and Olamide Zacchaeus, <laughs> Kyle Pitts. I, I mean, yeah. this is the thing: if Matt Rule can't win the division this year, I think the Panthers got to pull the plug on him. Yeah, well, he's yeah, got to go. I mean, he's 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 a dead man walking, but it, I mean this is the best case scenario for him. Like he's right. If he wins the division, that'll be hard to get rid of him. So but that's almost like a oh gosh, who was the team that did it? Was it the Titans? Somebody like won a playoff game recently, and then they still fired their coach because they knew like oh the coach still kind of sucks. We just got lucky. Yeah, it was the it was the Titans. They had fired uh, uh, fired Mike Mike Malarkey. Okay. Like, if I was the Panthers and I won one playoff game this year, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like, if you sneak into the playoffs at six and eleven or seven and ten, and like barely squeak a playoff win, would you still want to keep Matt Rule? Uh, it's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I guess it depends on what the season looks like. Um, I mean, I remember when the uh, the Chargers went fourteen and two and fired Marty Schottenheimer after that. So what? Yeah, it was ridiculous. <laughs> that that was honestly insane. That was like before I, I like you know really like like even at the time I didn't you know I hadn't followed football for that long, but I was like, man, that's pretty weird. But like thinking back on it, it's like that was insane. <laughs> I remember Just when I was ridiculous. a when I was a little kid. And I was like, just starting to get like starting to watch football and understand what I was watching. We were like watching it with my like my parents' friends and stuff. And one of them said that if your team doesn't make the playoffs, like your coach usually gets fired. And my stupid brain thought that like if you didn't make the playoffs, you had to fire your coach. I was like, damn. It's a cutthroat business. <laughs> that would actually be awesome. That was the rule. <laughs> you don't make the playoffs, you're you're, you're gone. <laughs> and being forced to watch some Redskins over the years as a kid, like you probably that probably confirmed it because you saw so many people getting fired and leaving. <laughs> you saw like Marty Schottenheimer, Steve Spurrier, like all the second Joe, the second coming of Joe Gibbs, right. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, those are all the coaching hires. Um, you know, uh, that's pretty much all the, the big news for this week. Um, other than the big game, the Super Bowl. Are we allowed to say Super Bowl? Uh, I mean, nobody cares. So, uh, you know, we're just going to say it. Is that a thing? I've heard that other places. What is that? I, I, I have no idea. I don't think I know. It's just other people are like, oh, we can't say <laughs> Super Bowl because it's like trademarked or something. That's stupid. Is the Super Bowl about to start getting like sponsors? Like it's the Lowe's Super Bowl. It probably would not be Lowe's, but somebody. (laughs) I don't know. That's uh, haven't you seen like the Pizza commercial? It's like we can say Super Bowl because we're the official sponsor, pizza sponsor of the NFL. 
Well, if they sue us, we might just have to take some of Reeb's salary for legal fees. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think we're we're probably okay. Oh, apparently but just, it is. Just to be on the safe time. Apparently, it is that like the NFL sues people for using the term Super Bowl. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure uh, we're, we're fine. On I think we're safe. <laughs> yeah, we're. <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's talk about some of the teams that are going to be playing this game. There's the Los Angeles some Rams. Of, some of the teams. <laughs> yeah, a couple of them. I mean, the Commanders are there for a little <laughs> yeah. bit. They're going to play a flag football game at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> They're there just in case anybody drops out. <laughs> All right, we got the Los Angeles Rams. Against the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, Rams are getting a little bit of home field advantage here. Pretty crazy that we have two, uh, hadn't had any team yeah. have a home Super Bowl for 54 Super Bowls and now two in a row. But anyway. It's kind of weird how that happened. Uh, you know, positive regression. Uh, Let's uh, so let's let's do our normal um, you know position by position breakdown here. Um, see who we think is better at each of the different position groups. Uh, let's start with secondary. I was starting on defense. Um, you know, save the big name positions for for later. Um, Pep, who who do you think has the edge uh, in the secondary? Definitely got a point to this guy named uh, Jalen Ramsey on the Rams. <laughs> You're going to be hearing his name a lot. Uh, I don't think he'll be matched up on Jamar Chase the whole time. They might have him do that. I wouldn't be surprised if they did, um, but you, know, you never know. Um, I've seen that they don't. Like, they usually don't have him shadow somebody. The only time they did it was against the Bucks with Mike Evans. And that was because, like, it was Mike Evans and, you know, nobody else. Scotty Miller. And, <laughs> yeah. That uh, might be tough. If you're trying to isolate Jamar Chase, because I think Burrow feels comfortable just feeding Higgins at that point. Yeah, T. Higgins is also pretty good. Um, so yeah, I, I do think that. I mean, and they're they're pretty good at their. You know, Darius Williams is pretty solid too. So um, yeah, but the the only thing is the Rams are banged up at safety. Um, you know, Jordan Fuller went out at the end of the regular season. Uh, Taylor Rapp uh, might play. He's got a concussion, um, so he's a chance to play. Um, you know, they had to bring in Eric Weddle off the street, which was kind of crazy to me, but he could start in this game. Um, I think he know. is starting. They gave him the green dot. Like, he's communicating the plays. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. He's probably going to start, so... I, I don't actually know how good he is. I don't know why I always... I don't mix him up, but I always think he's on the level of like Nick Sorensen, and that feels like a <laughs> a really big slight or Daniel Sorensen. I mean, like a really Eric Weddle was like Weddle. a really good like he's he was a baller back in the day. I mean, he's been retired for a year. He's played okay. Like I, I was looking at his PFF grades, so they were they were fine. They were like he had like a seventy ish grade. So like that's that's like solid. Um, so I don't know. Uh, it's still I would still think like there's you know, obviously the Bengals receiver have an edge. Receivers have an edge against the secondary, um, other than yeah. Jalen Ramsey. Um, but 
Yeah, I, I'd say it's pretty close. Jalen Ramsey does kind of make me lean towards the Rams. Um, yeah, but I the, mean, there's the nobody, Bengals... there's nobody in the Bengals secondary that can match what Jalen Ramsey does or how right. he plays. Yeah, no, no one in the. Uh, I mean, like Jesse Bates is a pretty good safety. Um, you know, there, there are other corners, you know, except for maybe Eli Apple that are pretty solid. <laughs> They're all like <laughs> fine. Yeah. Like Uze was getting a lot of hype earlier in the season because he had a really good PFF grade, but. I mean, he got torched a few times. He really got torched against Tennessee. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's tough. It's it's not a good feeling when Eli Apple is your second boundary corner. Yeah, yeah. It'd be nice if, you know, Trey Waynes could ever uh, play football again. He's he's healthy now. He's good to go. It's just Louie Anarumo yeah. trusts Eli Apple more, which is a wild sentence. <laughs> now, this might be an interesting take, but... In terms of penalties, I think the Bengals secondary is better at getting penalized less. They have been, like compared to what I was used to watching the Marvin Lewis Bengals, this year has just been such an a weird anomaly of I mean, I think they're still the least penalized team in the league. And it's just it's crazy watching a team with like discipline and not freaking out at you know, when something doesn't go their way. Yeah, they they play pretty level-headed from what I've seen. Usually I'm tuning into the primetime Rams games. You're seeing Jalen Ramsey, John with an official, or uh, I think they're safety Johnson. Uh, he got ejected one game. I don't know. This could be a completely made-up thing in my head. It's just... Well, I mean, yeah, Jalen Ramsey like punched his own player. He punched... Right. Was, it, was it rap? And then he got up in the face of Robbie Gold. I don't know why a corner feels the need to talk <laughs> to a kicker, but <laughs> every other game, Aaron Donald seems to grab some dude by the face mask and then like choke somebody. Too. <laughs> Part of their edge, Reeb. I guess so. I can just imagine a scenario. I mean, I can hope this scenario happens because it'd be awesome. Where like the Bengals get up and the Rams just implode. It could happen. <laughs> It's possible. I don't uh, see that happening, but I just, I think if the Bengals get a fast start. Oh, yeah, I can yeah. imagine it. <laughs> and it's a great scenario. Yeah. Well, let's just, uh, just hope that happens for you. I'm sure, uh, <laughs> I'm sure that'll, that'll keep you through uh, up until the end time. Um, all right, let's move on to the off the ball linebackers. Um, just looking at the, you know, not looking at the edge rushers like Von Miller and stuff, just, just the um, off the linebackers who you guys totally know and are very well known players. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm just defaulting to the Bengals here because I don't know who the Rams linebackers are. Yeah, well, that's like not uh, that's uh, that's not surprising because Alec like, Ogletree. <laughs> he left like five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> they have their current starting linebackers are Ernest Jones and Troy Reader. So like, and they're not very good. So yeah. the Rams just don't care about their linebackers. They're just like, ah, we're fine. We'll just get star power at the other positions. And so yeah, I I agree. I'll take the Bengals. Logan Wilson's had a pretty good season. Yeah. Um. You know they're they're fine. Yeah, well, Jermaine I mean, Pratt has like weirdly made clutch plays when needed, even though he's not great in coverage or against the run. <laughs> but you know, sometimes 
makes them plays. Even if even after a small sample size, you saw the second half of the Chiefs game, the adjustments those guys made in yeah. limiting what Travis Kelsey could do at the middle level. You know, so I'll, I'll just give advantage Bengals there. All right, nice point for the Bengals, Reeve. Good, good work there. Uh, all right, now let's move to the defensive line, the pass rush. Um, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> a thousand points to the Rams here. <laughs> yeah, um, hard to beat Aaron Donald. You know, with with anybody, Von Miller's been turning it on too, um, and. Uh, yeah, they got some other good players too. Greg Gaines has been playing well. Leonard Floyd's solid. Um, you know, the Bengals like are, are fine on the defensive line for sure. Um, yeah, but you can't. <laughs> but yeah, they're, you they're can't really match up. Like Reader is great, but he's not going to apply any pressure. He's just going to be really, really good against the run and take up like a, all the gaps that he needs. But yeah. I do feel like this is the game where Aaron Donald just shuts me up. Even though I, I haven't said anything, I just think this about him. <laughs> where like, he's got so much praise and so much hype. Every year, it's like, oh, he's a shoe in for defensive player of the year, and I just never see it. Like, probably because I don't watch a ton of Rams games, I just don't see the impact. I mean, I don't. He's a he's he's a pretty good player, Reed. I know he's really good, and I know I'm wrong, but I'll stand by my wrong opinion. I mean, okay. fuck. Writers for the NFL legitimately thought Jalen Waddle should be Offensive Rookie of the Year. So why can't I say Aaron Donald isn't that good? <laughs> I think I see what you're getting at, Reeb, because like it's always the plays where the announcers are just completely hugging the hell out of Aaron Donald and talking <laughs> about Aaron Donald, where like nothing happens. Like it's like the plays where you you're not staring at Aaron Donald, where you're seeing the impact that he can make on a game i guess i mean outside of like the sacks and stuff but just the double teams and yeah i'm sure it's just me not knowing what a defensive tackle should do versus what aaron donald is doing but i don't know i'm probably more worried about like the edges like different than most defensive tackles like he's like sometimes he does do things that'll like get him out of position that other defensive tackles won't do but like he's so good that like he can get away with that and just makes plays that he shouldn't be making. And uh, I mean, that's kind of what disrupts games for him. Um, so, I mean, obviously uh, we got to go point Rams here, but uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, Isaiah Prince and uh, he might, might, might struggle. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to be rough. Not even like, because we spent all this time talking about Aaron Donald, and we haven't even mentioned Leonard Floyd or Von Miller, who I did could, actually mention them, but yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> who could legitimately destroy this game? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, they're they're pretty they're pretty good all around, and they're not <laughs> fast rush. So, but Aaron Donald is really the reason that they're just so far and away better. Who is their other defensive tackle, or do they do a weird like? Uh, they so they uh, they mix in uh, Greg Gaines and uh, um, uh, what's Asian Robinson? Okay. As long as it's less than nine sacks I, I, and I, like, Burrow like doesn't get hurt. Saying, I was almost saying Aldrick Robinson. I'm like, no, that's that's not his name. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know the Chiefs are like significantly 
less than what the Rams are on the defensive line, but I was blown away by how the Bengals at least held like guys like Frank Clark in check that whole game. I think they allowed only one sack, right? It was only one, but it very, very was, easily could have been like three. Yeah, there was a lot of pressure, but yeah, Burrow got away from a couple that were yeah true, true. It was also but, oh yeah, they, they did know. a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean they did better, obviously better than the the Titans game, but <laughs> um, I I just don't know how much it actually affects the game plan because it was a lot of quick game. It was a lot of short passes to intermediate passes and i don't know if that's necessarily what the Bengals want to do probably so, not when you got jamar chase and yeah Diego, i wouldn't but... i wouldn't think so but so, i mean yeah. it's gonna be just crazy to see if they can get any of these shot plays i'm sure they want to do it but i don't know how much time burrow is gonna have <laughs> I would think that they can at least scheme up a couple shot plays. Like I would you can get so. it on a couple design, you know, bootlegs and play action. Um, hopefully, <laughs> I I just hope trust so. Zach Taylor. I mean, they got to try to open it up. Maybe I mean, let's not run it into oblivion on first down every single time this game and get ourselves into second and eleven and second and tens. I feel like it's going to be similar to... I don't know if they did it. I think they did it in the Titans game. Where they just tried a lot of screen passes at the start to try and just keep the edge rushers on their toes. But Yeah, I think they they were doing that in Chiefs game too. Um, I mean, I know they yeah. scored on it with P. Ryan, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in Titans game, obviously, when you're getting sacked nine times. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, this game, uh, you know, that, that is one thing that makes me nervous about this game. Obviously that's, uh, is, you know, can they protect Burrow against yeah. Aaron Donald company? But anyway, let's move on. Um, you know, we were talking about it already a little bit, the offensive lines. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you guys think wins? <laughs> the sad part is I don't even know how good the Rams offensive line is. I know Andrew Whitworth is 40. Potentially. Is Andrew Whitworth a yeah. Hall of Famer or no? Is he just? He's, I I think he probably is. Um, it's it's close. Um, I I would. I mean, I think he, I, in my opinion, he is. Uh, you know, if you will or not, I think he'll probably eventually get in. Um, mm-hmm. It's Andrew Whitworth's revenge game here. Uh, you it don't is. Gotta be worried about that. It's. I've seen a bunch of like. <laughs> fantasy situations where it's like the Rams are on the one yard line. It's fourth down. It's like 27 to 21 or something. And the Rams just have to score to win it. And time's running down. They hand it off to Cam Akers and Andrew Whitworth just like turns around and says like, this is for Cincinnati and then tackles them in the backfield. Yeah. <laughs> he was the sleeper seems, agent the whole time. Seems likely. Reed. <laughs> Uh, I, I remember when the Bengals uh, drafted Cedric Oboehi to uh, replace Andrew Whitworth. Yeah, Good and times. look who's still in the league and <laughs> who, who is, is weirdly actually still playing for the Seahawks. And not good. <laughs> Andrew Whitworth is also the guy that said after that first round Super Bowl loss, hey, we all die. We all end up dying anyway. So. <laughs> that was just the Cincinnati coming out in him. That was from his time in Cincinnati. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I would give the edge to the Rams here. I, I don't, I mean, I don't think it's like a huge mismatch. I think uh, the Rams' offensive line is is solid. Um, you know, we're still still pretty good. You know, not the player he once was, but uh, you know, still still being a good left tackle out there. Um, and you know, they've been pretty good, especially in the run game. They they block very well. Uh, pass protection. You know, they've been kind of hit or miss, but. Um, I think the Rams have been the more consistent unit. I would agree. Agree. All right. Well, let's go to some of the big position groups here. Let's look at the receivers. So this one, uh, I think, is very close. Could go either way. Um, Reed, what, what do you think? I mean, I agree it's close, but I think you know where I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the Bengals. Yeah, give a I... shit about Cooper Cup winning <laughs> the triple crown. I, I, I probably agree with you. Um, Cooper Cup had a great season, but like, if I'm picking him or Jamar Chase, I'm, I'm probably it's going to be Jamar Chase. Chase yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like that tight end group. Like, I'm picking Drew Sample. <laughs> 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 what a second round uh, pick because uh, I mean the did, three the three the way, that did they're you guys see you uh, CJ Uzama saying he'd uh, like take a bath in Chile if the oh, yeah. Bengals win the Super he'd Bowl he'd bathe yeah. in Cincinnati Chile it's, it's apparently like the worst kind of Chile it's like that canned gross stuff it's like well so Cincinnati Chile I don't it, the idea of Cincinnati Cincinnati chili has gotten warped, I think, because it's literally just chili, but like with spaghetti, which okay. just turns it into like it's just spaghetti with meat sauce. I don't really know how it's chili, but <laughs> there's That's a what they gave yeah. us in high school. <laughs> there's a fast food chain in Cincinnati called Skyline, and so you can get like Cincinnati chili to go, and some people either really like it, and some people really fucking hate it. <laughs> and i don't know i've never had it so twitter really seems to hate it yeah it seems like just <laughs> like trash food <laughs> so i don't i don't think it's seems good like something i would like <laughs> <laughs> i i want to get it just once to see what it's like but speaking yeah. of cj uzama though he i think he is like still really obsessed with still trying to play even though his knee is still hurt yeah, even though he's got a sprained mcl and it's, it's kind of the same thing as tyler higby what he's going yeah. through right now so <laughs> both groups are like kind of similar in that respect but hey yeah. tyler higby didn't pull off the coolest but also weirdly wwe like move <laughs> at the pep rally where he just takes his leg brace and chucks it in the air <laughs> to which he then later admitted yeah that wasn't my real leg brace that was just a prop because i knew i was gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> that's actually hilarious Anything for the <laughs> it's also funny because like neither the tight ends like matter at all i mean yeah <laughs> they're not like great <laughs> like if you know it has to be drew sample and desmond pa- or, uh, and kendall blanton uh, yeah I Kendall Blanton's been getting some targets, though. But to say, yeah. didn't he score a touchdown? Well, he, he scored a touchdown against the Bucks. Yeah, I think that was his first uh, touchdown ever, actually. Yeah. Jesus. I think you're right. But um, yeah, I mean, for receivers, getting back to that, I guess. 
I mean, I, I'm going to trust the three on the Bengals more than I am the three on the Rams. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, you know, Odell's been you know, good in spurts. Um, you know, Van Jefferson's been solid, but I, I agree that you know the, I, I like the group as a whole for the Bengals more. All right, let's move on to the running back. Uh, you know, we got Joe Mixon and Samaji P. Ryan and Chris Evans against Cam Akers and Sonny Michelle. Yeah, I got to give it to Joe Mixon and yeah. co. Uh, it, Cam Akers is a cool comeback story, but he, he's been a little bit of a liability at times. Yeah. I would give Sony and Michelle the start if I were Sean McVay. Um, and I think Joe Mixon's just the better pass blocker person, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I think we're going to ignore Mixon. Joe Mixon's pass. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Mixon's clearly the better running back. I mean, Joe Mixon's the uh, you know, kind of disaster in the playoffs. Yeah. I I really hope that they do kind of open it up with Chris Evans this game. I have this idea in my head that they've just been saving it <laughs> for the they've Super Bowl. It. They've been saving the Chris Evans plays. <laughs> and now Chris Evans Super Bowl MVP. I bet you can get good odds on that. And now it's just it's all gonna be unleashed. That diving touchdown pass against the Lions. Prepare to see that. I'm putting money on Chris Evans as Super Bowl MVP right now. Oh my gosh! Maybe <laughs> put down 000. like anytime touchdown scorer. That's probably more realistic. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, all right, all right, let's let's do the main event: quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford, uh, Reeb, Matthew Stafford. <laughs> oh, gee, I wonder who I'm going to pick here. <laughs> Matthew Stafford or the dude that ended a 31-year playoff drought with the team that actually drafted him? You hear that, Stafford? Shots. (laughs) Whoa. Spicy stuff. I mean, I don't actually actually have anything against Matthew Stafford, but I'm clearly going to pick Joe Burrow. (laughs) Um, I'm on this train of, like, trying not to jinx the Bengals too much because whatever I pick just, like, totally goes to crap. So I'm just going to (laughs) pick Matt Stafford here (laughs) for the sake of Reeb and uh, just say that, you know, experience. That's that's fair. I I will take Joe Burrow. I do think, uh, you know, he's pretty – I I think, you know, now that Tom Brady's retired, he might be a top-five quarterback. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I just squeaked him in the top five. I probably have him at six. Uh, right. I think I probably still put put Russ ahead of him. Uh, I feel like people, you know, moved. I, I don't know why we're talking about Russell. People have really like discounted Russell Wilson after this year. Yeah, I was just thinking about it, like because I was just thinking because in preparation for this, I was just thinking of who my top five, and I was like putting Russ like really low, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Like, yeah. he just had like one really bad stretch when he came back from injury. Yeah, because um, he didn't have a middle finger for like <laughs> seven weeks of the year. Yeah, he was like terrible, like just as he got back for like a few games, and like he played pretty well at the end of the season. And he was yeah. playing solid at the beginning of the season, and like, he's been a top five quarterback prior to this. So, I. I feel like I don't. I shouldn't move him down that much. Um, that's that's acceptable anyway. to me. I do feel <laughs> like Burrow and Matthew Stafford. Like I'm not going to take history into account because Matthew Stafford has performed at a higher level, obviously, for a much longer time. But I feel like at this moment they're fairly similar in like quality. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think I think they're pretty close, but like you say, Matthew Stafford's been like I don't know. Has Matthew Stafford ever like performed at like a much higher level than Burrow has played this season? I don't. I don't think that. No, true. but I'm just saying like everybody Obviously takes into account like yeah, everyone just says like oh well, Burrow's only done it this one year, and like right. Matthew Stafford's done it for fifteen or whatever. But it's like, all right, Burrow clearly hasn't had the opportunity to do that for 15 <laughs> years. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I'd, I'd put Burrow, I'd take Burrow in this one. Um, all right, now let's do the coaching staffs. <laughs> um, uh, is Zach, has Zach Taylor surpassed uh, Sean McVay now? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say no, but I'm also going to, Put throw in a little twist here that um, Sean McVay better be better be a little careful with the challenges that he's thrown out this week because uh, I remember watching that last last week where he just <laughs> that was like the worst challenge I've threw ever him seen out in my there life. for like no chance at winning. The second one was like the worst challenge I've ever seen. I mean, I feel like he was having he was freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> it just his brain shut down for a few minutes. <laughs> Luckily, it didn't cost them, but who knows? In the Super Bowl, it could. That's true. Sean McVay does like to waste those timeouts, so that is a problem with the Sean McVay offense. But um, you know, otherwise, I think uh, Sean McVay is probably the better coach. Right, but you Hot never team. know. Maybe maybe their OC is a little distracted. Maybe he's looking over the Vikings roster instead of the Bengals roster. Maybe uh, that could come into play. I guess that, that could happen. I, I I know he had a had a pretty detailed game plan for the Vikings, so he's already he's just ignoring the Super Bowl. He's like that, yep. that was part of his deal with him taking the Vikings job. He's like you have to lose the Super Bowl for the Rams. Yeah, I think they've been on him for a long time because what Stafford threw what like three picks against the Vikings. I think Sorry, this, maybe this has four. been in the works. <laughs> it might have been three, but they still won that game. <laughs> <laughs> well, he tried his best. You know. tried. It's still the Vikings. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I mean, what the fuck do you want me to do? do? <laughs> he gave you three extra possessions. Oh. Uh. All right, well, that's um, – oh, wait, I forgot the, the most important position, <laughs> the kickers. Oh, gee, do I want to go <laughs> – a guy that can't even make it 47 <laughs> yards? <laughs> or the guy that hasn't missed in the playoffs, knock on wood. <laughs> Guarantees Evan McPherson misses it in this one. Uh, <laughs> it feels like that's what this has been building to. <laughs> Uh, Evan McPherson too clutch. Yeah, I think uh, the Rams have built this super team, but this is the position they've abandoned. They <laughs> they really abandoned this position when they moved on from Greg the Leg. And I think yeah. they if if they don't trade like five first rounders for him right now to the Cowboys, <laughs> then I think it's the advantage Bengals. <laughs> All right, and uh, I mean, do you think? Uh, that, do you think uh, Johnny Hecker is the the punter to beat, or um, are you, you want to make an argument? Or, uh, Kevin Huber uh, is probably like fifty years old at this point, <laughs> and his leg is not as strong as it used to be. So, if Johnny Hecker is uh, good, or even above, like 
just slightly <laughs> above average. It's probably better than Kevin Huber. Yeah, like right. weapon wise, I'd say Johnny <laughs> Johnny has it. All right. Well, this was a detailed game plan or a breakdown of the of the game here. I didn't keep track of who won more, so it's like who really cares. Uh, <laughs> let's just get our picks for who's winning the game. Um, Reeb, who are you taking? Are we doing scores too, or just picks? Let's give me a score. Sure. All right, I'm gonna go Bengals thirty-one, Rams twenty-one. Yep. I'll do Rams twenty-five to twenty-three. I will go Bengals. Uh, I'm just gonna keep it standard twenty-seven twenty-four. <laughs> overtime? No overtime? No overtime. Okay. Evan McPherson nails the game winner in regulation. I like that. All right. Well, this was our Super Bowl podcast. Let's close it out with our overreaction dream. <laughs> I'm going to need somebody to go first. I thought I had a bunch, and then I blew them all during the podcast. Yeah. That's always how it goes. Whenever you come up with one, then you end up saying it. I'm just or... so excited to get it out. <laughs> all right. I, I'll do two. Uh, and I don't even think my first one – I mean, 12 years ago, my first one would just be insane, but – I think we're all thinking abolish the Pro Bowl right now. It's an insult <laughs> to the game. Um, and then speaking of Russell Wilson, I, I started thinking this kind of sick and twisted thought. Well, it is to me as a Washington fan, but I want him to come to Washington. And I think this is really because Dan Snyder is never going to sell the team. I think the main indicator, Russell Wilson will be the main indicator whether we should just fold the team because Russell Wilson's spirit <laughs> How long will it take to break a guy like Russell Wilson's spirit and being a quarterback for Washington will probably just make him not believe in God anymore, to be honest. And if if Russell Wilson's spirit is broken by being quarterback for the Washington Commanders, we must fold the franchise. <laughs> We're quite hopeless. All right, it's a good one, Tom. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll go. Um, my my overreaction, um, and I know this is going to be going to be controversial. But like, I just personally um, would not want to have dinner with Hitler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, I'm sure you know he has some good insights on military tactics and stuff. But like, I feel like he wouldn't be great company. Um, and you know, it'd be kind of awkward. I'd be like, you know, that that Holocaust thing just wasn't wasn't very cool. Um, so like, I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> the bold take. But you're such yep. a brilliant general who decided to invade Russia and lose the war that way. Uh, yeah. In the, in the middle of winter, by the way. But yeah. that was a genius move. Yeah. Why'd you do that? Oh, by the way, this is my grandpa. I also <laughs> wanted to have dinner with him too. So grandpa, why the hell did you ruin Christmas that one time? Um, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was sad because my mom texted me, Jonathan Allen? What the heck? And I was like, yeah, that's one of our best players. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. but Jonathan Allen is a beast. And I, I think he, uh, for all the people who you know, are criticizing and everything, like he just said something dumb. Like, I yeah. don't think he meant anything yeah. by it. No. He definitely did not mean like what, what all these 
outlets were yeah. implying. It was just like a give, a give him a break. He's a football player. It was a silly like <laughs> thing that a football player tweets out of curiosity, and it was silly. Well, yeah, it was just kind of <laughs> stupid curiosity. There. I do, I do kind of love that somebody asked if he was going to invite Deshaun Jackson to that dinner as well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, things happen. Players say stuff. He tries to punch <laughs> his own teammate and dinner with Hitler. <laughs> That's how it goes sometimes. I think I'm going to jump on the train of um, Pep. You saying Washington needs to needs to fold as an organization, and I'm going to go out and say that the Las Vegas Raiders need to get the f- out of Las Vegas <laughs> and go back to Oakland because something. Something's up with the Sin City, <laughs> and I, I don't think football players can handle it. Um, they had, you know, a number of incidents this year, some or one involving a terrible fatality, and then even when other teams come into Las Vegas, it apparently spreads to them as well. Yeah, it it it's beyond like just getting driver service and stuff like going out like. I'm sure this is already happening, but teams probably have to hire like more security sure. to like monitor the players. Or the Raiders might want to look into that. <laughs> Everybody liked to shit on the Bengals when Burrow said, "Yeah, there's not really much to do here." But you know what that means? There's more time to practice football and look at film. The fun stuff. The fundamentals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not beat people to death, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not drive into somebody at like 100 miles an hour. That's tragic. Yeah. All right. Well, um, good on reaction, Reeb. Um, I, I think we... Uh, you know, and on this, a was, this was really PFJ unfiltered here. <laughs> um, glad we saved it all for our Super Bowl show. Um, I think we'll probably try to do a Super Bowl mini podcast as a, as a recap. Um, so stay <laughs> depending on how that. the result is, uh, <laughs> will determine if I'm on there. Yes. The fireball <laughs> cast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, everybody enjoy your Super Bowls. Um, you know, get, and surround yourself with a bunch of people who don't know what they're talking about. Um, but you will be able to educate them because you listen to the Pro Football Jokes podcast. We will see you next time. Pro Football Jokes. Make it uncomfortable.